Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Shlomo Perlstein. Meseches Yevamis has been dedicated in honor of Rabbi Aaron Kaufman, Rosh Yeshivas Ateres Shmuel of Waterbury. That's how they came with Aleph. The Gemara asks, how do we know that a woman whose husband was Mazana with her sister doesn't become usher to her husband? Let's call the husband Ruvain, the wife Leah, and the sister Rachel. How do we know that if Ruvain was Mazana with Rachel, that Leah doesn't become usher to her husband? So the Gemara says we have a limud. The Pasuk by Saitis says, V'shachav Isha Isa. We darshan, Isa, Shechivasa Israsa. If she was Mazana, she's usher to her husband. V'ein Shechivasa Chaisa Israsa. If her husband was Mazana with her sister, she does not become usher to her husband. Now the Gemara asks, why do we need a Pasuk? What's the Havamina that if Reuven was Mazana with Rochel, that Leah should be usher to her husband? So the Gemara says, we have a Kalu Chaim. Umavimokim Shabal Isr Kal. Nesara Isr. If in a case where a man was over an Aveira and a lighter Isser, the Gemara later on says that's talking about Eishas Ish, Nasara Iser, the husband becomes Osser to his wife, the husband assered her to be Mazana with anybody else, and she violated that Isser, the husband becomes Osser to his wife. Makam Shabal Isser Chomer, in a case where he made a beer with a Chomer Diki Isser, for sure. The Iser will be Neser, which means in a case where he was Baal Achais Ishtai, which is a more Chomerdiki Iser, than Eishas Ish, as the Gemara explains at the end of the Sugya. Eishas Ish is Osir only as long as he doesn't divorce her. It's possible for his wife to be Mutter even while he's still alive, as long as he gives her a get. Achais Isha, as long as, let's say, Leah is alive, even if her husband gave her a get, Rachel will be Osir to Ruvain. So we see it's more Chomer. So the one makes the Kalvachimer. If by a lighter Isser, namely Ashes Ish, if someone was bought on Leah Ashes Ruvain, she's Osir to Ruvain who assered her, Kalshkain by a Isser Chomer of Achois Isha. If Ruvain the husband was bought on Rachel, the sister of Leah, for sure Leah who assers Ruvain to Rachel becomes Osir to him. If the Isser and a lighter Isser, namely Ruvain the husband, and the Isser of Ashes Ish becomes Osser to his wife Leah, in a case where Leah was Mazana, Kalshkain in the Isser Chomer, such as Achais Isha, where Leah is the Isser, she Assers Ruvain onto Rachel, in a case where Ruvain was Mazana, Kalshkain should be Osser to Leah the Isser. Now, by reading the Gemara Lachar, we come out with a tremendous chiddush. The pashtus we'd understand by Eishesish, it's understood that Ruvain asks Leah. He's the one who forbids her to be with anybody else. That's what kiddushin is. A man is mekadesh a woman. She's miyuchad umezuman to the husband and to nobody else. But achais isha to say that Leah asks Ruvain from being with Rachel. That's Lachar chiddush. The pashtus we'd understand that. Technically, the Torah answered any Achayisisha. It's not that she answers. It's that the Torah answered any woman that has a shame erva. Technically, the sister of Leah will have a din erva of Achayisisha. But not that Leah answers Rachel to Ruvain. By the fact that the Gemara makes a Kalvachoymer to say that if Ruvain, the Oyser, becomes Nasar through his wife Leah's violation of the Isser that he put upon her, we make a Kalvachoymer that Kolshkein. Leah becomes Nesar if Ruvain, her husband, violated the Isser she put on him by being Mazana with her sister. It's Mochach, they're both the same gather of Isser. That each one Asers on their spouse, namely a 
husband asters on his wife, everybody else, by being Mekadisher, and a wife asters on her husband, her relatives, when she's Mekadish to him. If the gather of the Isser Arayos of Kravis Ishtoi was, as we said, technically, any woman who's an erva on a man may not be with him. And how do we define erva? Achais Ishtoi, the mother of his wife, etc., etc., then we wouldn't have a Kalachaymer. The reason the husband becomes Oster is because he was the Oyster. The wife won't become Oster because she didn't Oster. She's just playing a passive role in creating a situation where her sister is an erva to Ruvain. By the fact that the Gemara draws a comparison and makes to make a Kalachaymer without a Pusik, that Leia would be Oster to her husband if he was Mazana with Rachel, Kalachaymer, from Oasis Ishta was Mazana, that's Oster to her husband, we see. She is indeed the oyster of her sister to her husband and not just playing a hechatim siddika role that allows her sister to become an erva to her husband. Now according to that, we can better understand Ritva that answers Taisus Kasha. Taisus on the top of Amun Beis asks, Why doesn't the Gemara be mafrech the You learn a kavachaymer. If by Isra Kal namely Eishas Ish, the Eiser, namely the husband is Nesar, Kalshken by Eiser Chomer, such as Achais Isha, the Eiser, namely the wife, should be Nesar to her husband if her husband was Mazana with her sister. Taisa says, I'll tell you why we're more Machmer by Eishas Ish, because it's Nitma HaGuf, and Yisur Leroyva Oilam. As the Gemara said these for us before, to be Mafrach different Kalvachlemers that the Gemara tried to present on the bottom of Amad Aleph. So the Ritva answers, B'Shem the Rosh, L'Gabe the Kalachaymer, true, Eishetzish may have several local Chumras. It's Nitmaguf, it's Yisur L'Rei But regarding what's more Kuladik, what's more Chumradik, Achaysish or Eishetzish, definitely the most determining factor will be how far the Oyser Asers the Nasar. Namely by Eishetzish, the husband doesn't Asser the wife as much. The Isser is an Isser Kal. And by Achaisisha, the wife asks her the husband all her life, which makes it an Isser Chomer. That, that by Eishasish, there are several peripheral Chomeris. There's Misibidei Adam, and it's Nitma Aguf, etc. That's not going to define what's more Kal or what's more Chomer, but to this Kal Chomer. What's Pshat? The way we explain that the Isser Labayla of an Eishasish Shizinsa, or the Isser of a husband to his wife, in the case where he was Mithana with Achais Ishtai, that Isser is Naivea, that Isser is based on the fact that the husband, in the case of Eshish, or the wife, in the case of Achais Isha, actually Asers their spouses respectively, and that alone brings about the Isser upon themselves if that Isser that they created was violated. Therefore, true Eshish Ish is more Chamur than Achais Isha in regards to the Einish, or in regards to how many people it answers to, but the Isser we're dealing with now, whether the Oyser, the spouse that created the Isser on the other spouse, let's say the husband is Oyser on his wife to be with anybody else, as he makes her an Eishas Ish, the Chaymer and Kal of the Isser of Eishas Ish, or Achais Isha, will be determined by how much the Oyser answers. Since the husband answers only until he gives a get, and theoretically the isra that the husband makes on the wife can be undone, it's an isra kal. By a chais isha where 
the Isser that the wife, Leah, answers on her husband, Ruvain, to be with Rachel, is something that lasts her entire life. It's an Isser Chomor. The Gemara understands that the Isser on the spouse, by Eishas Ish, that the husband answers on the wife, and by Achais Isha, that the wife answers on the husband, is derived based on what the spouse answers, the other spouse. Therefore, the degree of how much that spouse answers on the other will be the most important factor in determining which is more Chomer and which is more Kal. Nitma HaGuf and Mrs. Bezdin and Yisur L'Reva Oilam, those are all peripheral factors in relation to dealing with how long the Oyser Asers the other spouse. Therefore, the Gemara makes the Kal focusing only on if the husband who Asers his wife just until he gives a get is Asr, to be with his wife, if she violated that iser, Kolshkein, the wife who asked for her husband to be with her sister, and that iser lasts forever, therefore it makes it a more chomerdiki iser, will definitely be asr to be with her husband. And that's why the Gemara had to bring a pasuk of Oisa, Oisa shchivasa israsa, only if she was mazanam, does she become asr to her husband, vein shchivasa chaysa israsa, and if her husband is mazanam with her sister, she does not become asr to her husband. And the Chazanish asked the Kasha, in Eben Ezra, Simon Kuflamad Bey, Sif Katan Hey, if we learn that the Isser of Eshesish Shazinsa, that she's Asher to her husband, is because she was over Umalo Mal Bashem, she was Mayel, she betrayed her husband, and that's why the Marik Paskins, that if a woman thought it was Mutter to be Mazana, she's still Asher to her husband because she still betrayed him. According to that, how could we learn? that if a man was Mazana with his wife's sister, that there'd be a Havamina that his wife should be Asr to him. There's no comparison. This has nothing to do with a Mi'ila and his wife. The Tayyar just Asr'd a man to be with his wife's sister. There's no betrayal of a husband to his wife if he was Mazana with her sister. And the Chazanish Blaibs And the Gemara later brings Shittas Rabbi Yehuda that a man who is Mazana with his mother-in-law is also to be with his wife. If it's Mazana with his wife's sister, that's already Machlaikis Beishami. Beisil Beishami says he's also to be with his wife. Beisil is Matir. As we said before, that there's a drush of Oisa, Oisa Shchivasa Israsa, and not Shchivasa Chaisa. Beishami doesn't hold of that Russia. Beishami holds of the Kavachaymer and therefore asks him to be with his wife if he was Mazana with her sister. Rabbi Yaisi argues on Rabbi Yehuda, he holds that Beishami and Beisil are both Maida to the drasha of Oisa, that if a man was Mazana with his wife's sister, that his wife is mutter to him. There's just a machlikis if somebody was Mazana with his mother-in-law. According to Beishamai, in such a case, he's also to be with his wife. According to Beishil, it's mutter for him to be with his wife. It's based on a machlikis, Hayyidash and Psukim. But the Gemara's Maskana is, Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel, that we don't pass on like Rabbi Yehuda, and therefore, a man who is Mazana with his mother-in-law does not become also to be with his wife. And that's how Rabbi Yehuda paskins. That happened in the Gemara. Now, the Ramban asks Akasha, why do we allow him to stay with his wife if he was Mazana with his wife's mother? We learned in Abraisa and Dafchavav Manalef, Hanitan Minoisha, Osir Bi'ima Uvavita, a man who is Mazana with a woman, is also to marry that woman's mother or that woman's daughter because we're afraid that they're going to be Mazana even after the marriage. At that point already, it's a chi of karis. If he continues being mazana with the woman that he was mazana with before marrying her daughter, there'll be over a chi of karis of chamaisai. So therefore, Chazal answered 
this man to marry the woman that he was mezanah with his daughter. So why here do we allow this man to stay with his wife when he was mezanah with her mother? It should be also for them to stay together based on the Bryce and Davchavov that Hanitan Mino Isha also be ima uvavita. So the Ramban and the Ritva both answer that the Isra of Hanitan Mino Isha also be ima uvavita, a man who is mezana with a woman should not marry that woman's daughter or mother. That's only lekatchila. But if he went ahead and married this woman's daughter or this woman's mother or sister, there's no din of teitzei. Kolshkain in our Gemara, where he's already married to his wife, and then he was just Mazana with his wife's mother, that he does not have to divorce his wife, and he could stay with her, and it does not go under the din of Hanita Isha, is also Rimovavita. There it's Lakatchila. Here we're talking about they're married already, there's no such halacha that he has to divorce her. Now, before the Gemara came to the Maskana, that the Isra Kal and the Kal is the Isra Reishasish, the Gemara goes through several different approaches to see what's the Isra Kal, that the Brisa means in the Kal to prove if by an Isra Kal, we say that the Isra is Nasar, for sure we're going to say that by an Isra Chomer. What's that Isra Kal? One of the approaches the Gemara mentions is Yivam that a woman fell leave to several brothers. One of the brothers did Mimer. He assered the Yavama onto the rest of the brothers. Another brother came along and made a bia on her. She now becomes assered to the brother that did Mimer. So this is a case of an Israqal where one brother assered her to the rest of the brothers. Another brother came along and made a bia. She becomes now assered to the Oyser. And Rashi explains it's an Israqal because Mimer is only a Dindar It's not a real Kedushan. She's not really an Eshazish. And when the second brother came along and made a bia on this Yavamu who had Mimer done with her, with a different brother, he was just over an Israqal. And still, because of the Israqal they were over, she becomes usher to the first brother who did Mimer. Now, Texas writes that our must be going according to the Manda Omar, that Mimer is kind of Medirisa, not like Rashi. L'chayr, Texas's reason is, because if Mimer was only a Durabanan, how could we make a Kavachimer? That in the case where a brother violated the condition of Mimer and was bailed the Yavama. The Yavam who did Mimer is Aser. So for sure, a man who was bailed, a Chayisishta, is definitely going to be Aser and his wife. How could you learn from an Isra de Rabbanon to an Isra de Raisa? How could you make such a Kalvachimer? Bechreyach, the Gemara is going, according to the Manda Omar, that Mimer is Kainam de Raisa. Now the Taisus Rosh asks on Taisus' Mahalach. Taisus that learns that Mimer is Kainam de Raisa. According to that, why does the Gemara call it an Isra Kal? She's a regular Arusa, she's a regular Ashes Ish, and there's nothing Kal about it. Also, according to the Manda Omar, Maimer's kind of Medir Aisa, there's no Maimer Achar Maimer. The Bia that the second brother made definitely won't undo the Maimer that the first brother made. She's married to him. Maimer's kind of Kenyan Gomer. By the fact that it's called an Isra Kal, and by the fact that it disturbs the Maimer that the first brother made, it's Mohach that we're talking about Maimer that's only Kaina Madira like Rashi. And the question is, what is Rashi going to do with Taisus' Kasha? How could you learn a Kalvachimer from an Isra to teach us that by Nisra to the Isra will be Nasar? Rabbi Lachanan in Kaivet Sa'ara, Simmons HaMachvov, explains Shitas Rashi. We find in Zvachim, Dafam Test, the Gemara says that you say that Laimatsinu Tafel Chomer Iker. The Gemara over there is trying to prove that if somebody shechts a carbon oil, not betzafin, it's 
Puzzle, and the Gemara learns a Kavachimer from Chatos. Chatos, which is possibly Ikuva if it's not Shechted and Tzafin, and we know the Halacha of Tzafin by Chatos. Only from Ayla. Kolshken Ayla, which is the Makar for the Halacha of Tzafin, there certainly it should be Likuva. So the Gemara says, but we see Chatos is more Chomer than Ayla, because in Chaper on Chavi Krisis, maybe that's the reason that only Chatos will have a din of Tzafin Likuva and not Ayla. So the Gemara says, we never find that tuffel is chomer mano'ikar. And since chatos is a derivative, it's a tuffel to carbon oila, regarding the din of tzafin, there's no way that chatos could be more chomer than oila. So the Gemara asks, I'll show you a place where a tuffel is more chomer than the ikar. If somebody has Meister Shani that became tomei, he could be paited. And yet if he bought something with money of Meister Shani and it became tomei, it says he can't be paided. So you see that tuffel is more chomer than an ikar. Now, Taisism Sachem, Dach Laman Ches, writes that when somebody buys something with money of Meiser Shaini and it becomes Tami, he can't be paid it, that's only a Dindarabonon. According to that, Rabbi Khanan asks, how could you bring a raya from a Dindarabonon that we find Tafel as Chamer Muna Iker to a Dindiraisa, where the Svar is that we don't find Tafel Chamer Muna Iker? So Rabbi Khanan says, he said, that the Chachamim won't be Mesakein something if they hold that the Torah holds Misfara the opposite way. There's no way that Chacham could be masakin that a tofel should be chomer mino iker if Medirisa the svara is that loy matzino tofel chomer mino iker. By the fact that the Chacham could be masakin that a tofel should be more chomer than an iker, we see that the Torah's svara is that we don't say a tofel can't be more chomer than an iker. The Chacham's takonis can shed light on what the svara's Torah is. Likewise, in our sugya, True, the halacha that if a brother did maimer and another brother came along and was bail the Yavama, the whole isra of being ba on the Yavama that had maimer is only an isra de Rabbanon. Still, if the chacham held the svara in the Torah is, that when an isra created by an oiser is violated, the oiser doesn't become oser on that spouse, the oiser won't become nesar, the chacham wouldn't be masakin that the oiser would be nesar by an isra kal. Since we find that the Chomim do say the oyster becomes Nasser by an Isser Kal, obviously they hold that the Arais of the Svara is true, and by an Isser Chomim for sure, the oyster would be Nasser, and that's Pshat and the Kal here that we make, even though it's only an Isser Durabonon. Bilchanan goes further to bring several Rayas from Shas, where we find that we learn Svaras of the Araisa from Dinim of Durabonon. One of the cases Rabbi Hanan brings is what we mentioned in Daft Tzadik the halacha of The Gemara says if a man writes a get to his wife and he writes that she's not mutter to anybody else, she's just magurish from him, it has a din of a reach and although it's not really a kosher get, it still passes her lakuhuna. According to most Rishonim, we said it's an isra de Uraisa, the psul kuhuna by such a get. According to the Ramam, it's only an isra de Rabbanon. We mentioned that the Mishnah asked Akasha, it's Kamana Mafur Shagemara. In Gittin Daf Pei Beis and Beis, that the halacha of Reach Haget is an Isra de Araisa. The Gemara learns from the halacha of Reach Haget that if a man is Megarish his wife and he says she's still usher to everybody else, Rabbi learns from there that a man can be Meshayer in his get. He can write in his get that he's Megarisher except from Mr. Pliny. So you see that Rabbi learns a Din de Araisa from the halacha of a get that we call Reach Haget. So you see from there that the Psul of Reach Haget. Is also Medir Aisa. Otherwise, how could Rabbi Lezer learn from an Isra de Rabbanon? So Khan wants to answer, according to the Mahalach that he's saying now, 
that the Rambam understands, although the din of Reich Aget is only a psalm of the Rabbanon, I mean, I tell you, she's not possible Kohono, but there's no way the Chachamim would be mesakin such a psul unless it was possible to mishayer in the get Medir Raisa. Now, when a man writes a get that she's Mugurish from him and she's also to everybody else, if there's no person that she's mutter to, that even Rebelezer holds is not going to be considered a get Menatayra. A get that doesn't allow her to marry anybody is not going to be considered a get. With Rabbanon, the Chachamim said that it will passel her Lekuhuna. Belezer extrapolates from that, from the fact that the Chachamim said that there's a psalm of Rabbanon at least, so we see the Chachamim hold that it's possible to have a shear in a get. It's possible to leave over something in the get. That, that in this case, technically, it's not a get, Medirayza, is because he was answering her to everybody. In such a case, that's not going to be a get, Medirayza, because it has no practical heter in it. She's not mutter to anybody. But Rebelezer holds, in a case where he was mutter to some people, that that he's Meshire, that he leaves over some Isra in the get, that does not invalidate the get. V'horai, you see the Chachamim hold that a get that isn't matter to anybody still passes with the Rabbonin. If Shi'ur wouldn't be something that's possible to make in a get, there's no way the Chachamim would say in a case where he wrote that she's Megurish Mimenu and Osir to everybody else, that it would be possible even with the Rabbonin Lekuhuna. As the Chachamim, according to Rabbul Chanan, will never say a Takana that goes against the Svara of the Torah. Therefore, it must be, if the Chachamim said that a get with a shear, even if the shear invalidates the get entirely because there is no heter for anybody, but still, it's possible with the Rabbanon, it must be the Chachamim hold that the Torah holds a get with a shear can be chal. Now, even after Bukhanan's explanation, the Gemara al is still very schwer. The Gemara wants to bring a raya that if we find that if, let's say, the brothers that are Yavaman are Reuven and Shimon. If Reuven does Maimer on the Yavama, and then Shimon comes along and makes a Bia, you see that Reuven is now usher to be with the Yavama. And Lachayr, the Gemara wants to say, we have a Raya that the Oyser becomes Nasar if the Isser that he made was violated. Therefore, we should be able to make a Kalachaymer that if a man marries a woman and then he's Bail, her sister, that he should be Osir to be with his wife because his wife asked him on her sister. And Achaisisha is an Isra Chomor, so for sure we'll say the Oyser becomes Nasar. There's no Raya from the case of Maimer. The reason that if Ruvain made Maimer on a Yavama and then Shimon made a Bia, that he's Osir to marry his Yavama, is not because he's an Oyser and the Isra was violated, so she becomes Osir to the Yavam, to Ruvain. It's nothing to do with that. She becomes an Eishu sister Shimon. Let's say there's no halacha that the Oyser becomes Nasar if the Isra he made was violated. Technically, she's an Eishu sister Shimon. Since Maimon is only with Rabbanon, according to the way Rashi is learning in the Sugyo, and the beer that Shimon made has the Raisa Dekadin of Yibum, so she's also to Ruvain, not because of the fact that he made Maimer and then afterwards the Maimer was violated. He's also to be with the Yavama because she's Shimon's Eishas Ish and she's Eishas Ach. Why does the Gemara believe there's a Raya from here that the Oyster who had his Isser violated becomes Nasar and we have a Raya that this is a Svara by all the Raya and we'll have a Raya of Ta'achai 
It has nothing to do with the fact that he's an oyster and he becomes Nasser. It has to do with the fact that she's simply an Aishas Ish to Shemin. When Shimon makes a Bia on his Yavama, even though Ruvain made Maimur, since it's only Midrambanon, and Shimon's Bia is kind of Midirais, that she becomes an Aishas Ish and she becomes an Aishas Ach. What is the Gemara's Raya? That we say the Svara of the oyster becoming Nasser. It has nothing to do with that Lachaira. Lachaira just has to do with the fact that she's an Aishas Ish and an Aishas Ach because of Shimon. And as the Gemara continues and says that. There's no raya from the case of Yivama that had Maimer done by one Ach because it's not because the second brother actually made a Bia because even without a Bia, even if he gave her a Get or did Chalitza, that would also answer her to the first Yavam. So therefore, it's not because of the Bia of the second brother that she's answer to the first Yavam. Therefore, there's no Kalachimer from there because there's nothing to do with violating the Isra through a Bia which would allow us to bring a raya to a man that was mazana with a chay Rather, it's a different reason. And therefore, there's no raya to a chay sishtai. So the Gemara continues to bring another suggestion. What is the Isra Kal that we're going to learn a Kal to teach us that a man who was mazana with a chay should be ushered to his wife? The Gemara says the raya is from Saita. The Allah is that a Saita is ushered to her husband and she's ushered to the boil. Now, the boil ushered her on her husband. If the husband went ahead and was boil his wife, who's a saita, after she was usher, before they did the maisa of dr- giving her to drink for the mayim amarim, since the husband was usher to be boil at that point, and he did, it says the mayim are not baidik anymore, they won't work in order to check whether she was mazana or not, and therefore she's usher to her husband, and she's usher to be boil forever. Even if normally a saita, once she's proven through the mayim amarim that she wasn't over an Isser. She's muttered to her husband, and if he divorces her, she's muttered to the Bayil. In this case, since he'll never have any proof through the Mayim Amorim as to whether she was Mazana or not, she's ushered to her husband, and she's ushered to the Bayil. So you see a case where the Bayil ushered her to her husband, he's the Isser, and if the husband went ahead and violated that Isser, the Isser, namely the Bayil, becomes Nasar, and he cannot marry this woman who's a Saita, even if the husband gives her the get. The Gemara wants to bring a raya that an Iser becomes Nasar if the Iser that he created was violated. So the Gemara says it's not a raya. Because even if he wasn't bailed, even if the husband wasn't actually bailed, his wife was a Saita, even if he just gave her a get before giving her a drink from the Mehamarim, or he said, I'm not giving her the drink, he said, Ain ani mashka. At that point, she can never become a mutter to the husband or the bail because he cannot give her to drink the Mehamarim anymore. So therefore, there's no raya from the Isser of a Saita to the Bayil that an Iser becomes Nasar when there was a Bia against the Isser that he created. Taisus has the Kasha. The Gemara says, Bipshitus, that if the husband says, I'm not going to give her to drink the Me'am Maryam, that it doesn't work anymore even if he changes his mind, and she becomes Aser forever to the Bayil. Taisus asks, where does the Gemara know this? Where do we know that if the husband says... I'm not going to give her to drink the man muttered him that he can't change his mind and give her to drink afterwards. How does the Gemara know that she becomes usher forever just by the husband saying, Now, Taisus brings Rebbe Yitzchak that there's a bit of a raya from the Mishnah incited Afchav Gimel that if the husband says, I'm not going to give her to drink, the Mishnah says that her carbon mincha that she set aside, the mincha saita is burnt. So you see from there that she's not ready to drink anymore. And therefore the mincha becomes possible. If it was possible for him to change his mind, there'd be no reason to burn the carbon yet. 
Now the Rambam in Perak Beis, Mehilcha Saita Alocha Yud Beis, also passes this, that a woman whose husband said that he doesn't want to give her to drink the Me'amarim, or she said she doesn't want to drink the Me'amarim, or she was Maida, that she was Mazana, in any such case, she's usher to her husband, and she's usher to the Bayal forever. And that's how the Chalkis Mechaikik and Simon Yudal of Sivkot and Aleph understands Shita Sarambam. If the husband says, I don't want to give her to drink, she doesn't drink Taka, and she's usher to her husband and the Bayal. The Chalkis Mechaikik asks, what's Pshat on that? She says she's taller. She says she wants to drink the Me'amarim to prove they are innocence. And still, the halacha, she's usher to her husband, she's usher to the Bayal. The Chalkas Mechaikik blibs Sarachin, what's Pshad in this Shita? The Beishmuel Taka argues on the Chalkas Mechaikik, and the Beishmuel understands that Bezdin in such a case would force the husband to have his wife drink the Me'amarim. And therefore, she won't be Osir in such a case. Bezdin will force him to give her to drink, and will see whether she stays alive or not. Mishnah Melech. And Menchazchinuch asks on the Beishmuel, that's against our Gemara. In our Gemara, it's Mavur, clearly, that if the husband says he's not going to give her to drink, that she doesn't drink, and she's also the Bible forever. And Menchazchinuch in Mitzvah Shin Samachim writes that L'chayra, the Beishmuel, can be understood according to the Chinuch. The Chinuch understands the Mitzvah of Saita is when the husband is Mekani to his wife, and she was over on the Kinoi, and she did a stira, she was misyached with the alleged bile, there's a mitzvah for the husband to give her to drink the ma'amorim. According to that, if the husband decides he doesn't want to do that, the bezdin will be for him, will force him to give her to drink, just like any mitzvah to say that a person says he's not going to do, bezdin forces him. If a man says he's not going to shake luluf, bezdin will force him to shake luluf. Here too, bezdin should force the husband, like the Beishmuel says, to give his wife to drink the Mehamarim. However, the way the Rambam explains the mitzvah of Saita, it's not a mitzvah on the husband to give her to drink. The mitzvah of Saita is like many mitzvahs we find in the Torah, according to the Rambam, to do the procedure of Saita. There's mitzvahs where the Rambam writes, the procedure of carbon chattas, the procedure of carbon ayalah, the procedure of danning dine kinyanim. It doesn't necessarily mean a mitzvah for a person to do a particular act. It's to be done to be Isaac in the procedure that the Torah prescribes for any particular situation. In a situation where a husband is mechanic to his wife, and she does stira, she was misyached with an alleged boil, and he brings his wife to the Beis HaMikdash to do the procedure of Saita, there's a mitzvah on the Kehanim, there's a mitzvah on Bezdin, to do the procedure as it's prescribed in the Torah. But not that there's a particular mitzvah on the husband to be mashke his wife me'amorim. According to that, there would be no din kfiyah on the husband to force him to give his wife to drink. And the Menachas Chinuch explains, even according to the Mahalach of the Sefer Chinuch, that the mitzvah of Saita is incumbent upon the Baal to give his wife to drink the me'amorim when he suspects her of being mezana after a kinui, still Bezin cannot force him to give her to drink. Why? Just as when a woman says, I'm not going to drink the me'amorim, the reason that we don't force her to drink and we just accept her refusal to drink the Me'amarim and say she's usher to her husband and the boil, it's because when she says she's not going to drink, inherent in that is an admission that she was Mazana. That's how we tie up. That's how we define when she says, I'm not drinking. She means to say that she's Tameh. Therefore, there's no point to give her to drink. The halacha is when a woman's mighty that she's Tameh, we don't give her to drink and she's usher. 
Same way when the husband says, I'm not giving her to drink, what he means to say is that there's an inherent admission that if he's mashka her, it won't work anyways. The Gemara says when the husband is an avarian, he's over avarious also, the water is not going to be baidikar. So when he says, I'm not giving her to drink, what happens is he's saying, in effect, that he was over avarious of Isuri Bia, and therefore it won't help even if he's mashka her. In such a case, even if he changes his mind later, we accept this first admission, and we won't give her to drink the Ma'am Arim. And Menchaz says more than that. According to Rashi that holds, the only time the water won't be Baidikar is only if he was boil his wife after she became Osir, after the Kino Yistira. Not if he did any other Avera of Bia. Only if he was boil his wife after the Kino Yistira. And if we know that's not the case, and he still said, so in such a case we'd say there was no admission of guilt, so let's force him to give her to drink, there still could be several other reasons why the Maim won't be Baidikar. For instance, if his children are over Avera, the Mehamorim will not be Baidikar's wife. Since he says, we accept that to mean that the water won't be Baidikar, either because of his Averis or his children's Averis, so therefore, even if he comes back afterwards and says, I want to be masking my wife, it won't help. We accept his first admission, and therefore, Besson will never be kai for him to give her to drink, because just like if his wife admits that the water won't be by the because she's a Navarian, the same way if he admits that he's a Navarian by saying that he's not giving her to drink, Besson will not force him to give her the Me'amorim to be by the Now the Avni Meluim and Simon Yud Aleph, Sifkot and Aleph, brings Taisus, Taisus brings a raya that if a man says, he's not giving his wife to drink, that afterwards he can't change his mind and she stays also forever. Taisus brings a raya to that from the Mishnah and Saita that if a man says, they burn her cover in Mincha. If the Allah would be that he can change his mind and be mashka after he said he's not going to, they wouldn't burn the Mincha. They'd wait until he changes his mind. The Avni Mulim says it's not a raya. It could be the reason they burn the carbon mincha and they don't wait is because at the point that he says Aini Mashka, at that point it's Dachoi. There is a psul in Kachim, there's a Gemara that has a suffix even by mitzvahs of a shaykh such a psul, but definitely by Kachim there's a psul called Dichoi. If something was roy to be brought as a carbon, in the middle there was a psul that assured it's being brought as a carbon, even if afterwards it became roy again, it's Puzzle to be brought as a carbon. Therefore, the carbon mincha at one point was not right to be brought because the husband said, I'm not going to be mashka her. At that point, it becomes dochui, becomes pushed away from being roi lakrava, and therefore, even if the husband changed his mind afterwards and said he wants to be mashka her, the man murdered him, he still won't be able to use that carbon, and that's why it's burnt. It's not that the husband can't change his mind, he could change his mind theoretically, but that carbon he cannot bring anymore because it's Dachoy. The Avni Mulim wants to refute that Dichoy on Taisus' Raya, and he says, although there's a psul of Dichoy, there's another rule that kol something that a person, it's up to him, it's biyodoy, it's in his hand to change the status of being Dachoy, then Dichoy is not Chal. Since the husband can change his mind and say, you know what, I decided that I want to be Mashkahar, so such a Situation does not cause dichoy. Since it's biyodo, it's up to him to recant on the dichoy. Such a dichoy is not chal, and the carbon stays kosher. 
Therefore, Taisus' raya is intact, because the reason you burn it cannot be because of dichui, because as far as the dichui is concerned, that really won't be chal, because it's biyadai to change his mind. So dichui will not cause the carbon to be burned. It must be that once the husband says any mashka, he can never change his mind. However, the Avni Meluim does stay with his dichui, with his percha on Taisa And he says, true, the husband can change his mind and recant on his dichui. But the carbon belongs to her. It doesn't belong to him. Since it's her carbon, and at this point where the husband says any mashka, she cannot bring the carbon anymore. True, the husband may change his mind and decide that he wants to be mashkahar, but since it's her carbon and it's not up to her to bring about the situation where she will have to bring the carbon, therefore that won't be considered biyodai because it's not biyoda. It's not up to her, it's up to her husband and it's her carbon. Since it's her carbon and it's not up to her to recreate a situation where she'll have to bring the carbon, the psal of dikhi will go into effect and therefore. The Avni Meluam understands that Taisa's Raya isn't a Raya. Really, a man can change his mind and say that he wants to be Mashke, his wife. I, the Mishnah that says they have to burn their carbon mincha, that's because of the psul of Dichui. Since it's in a situation where she can't be Mashke of the carbon, even if afterwards the situation changes where she can bring it, but since it was in a Matzav where it cannot be brought, it's a psul of Dichui. I, there's a cloud that anything that's biyodai doesn't allow Dichui to take place, doesn't allow the Chalois Psul of Dichui to come into effect, but since it's Biyodai of the husband, and it's not Biyodai in her hand to bring about the situation where she'll be able to bring the carbon, since the carbon is hers and not his, the fact that the husband can bring about the situation of bringing the carbon doesn't make it Biyodai, and therefore the carbon will be puzzle and therefore there's no raya that the carbon is possible because the husband can't change his mind. It could be the husband could change his mind, and the reason they can't bring the carbon again is because of the psal of dichoi. And on base, the Gemara brings Shitas Rabbi in the Mishnah that says, Whoever passes others, he passes for himself. Somebody who doesn't pass for others, doesn't pass for themselves. Now the Gemara asks, what does that mean? So the Gemara offers several explanations. First, the Gemara says that the Tanakama holds in a case where Ruvain is married to Leah, and Shimon is married to Rachel, Leah's sister, and Leah and Shimon went from Dina Sayam. And Ruvain and Rachel heard Edus that Shimon and Leah died. Ruvain went ahead and married Rachel. So the halach is, according to the Tanakama, that Leah may return to Ruvain, yet Shimon is also to be with Rachel, like an Eishasish that marriage like a din. And Rabbi Yaisi says, just like Leah is mutter to Ruvain, Rachel will be mutter to Shimon, even though she's an Eishasish that marriage like a din. That's the Gemara's first mahalach to explain Rabbi Yaisi in the Mishnah. Now the Rashba explains what does that mean? Why should Rabbi Yaisi be mutter Rachel to go to Shimon? So he explains that Chazal's takonot Aser, a married woman who married Shleikadin to return to her husband, is because people will think that her first husband divorced her. She married her second husband, Kadin. He'll have to give her a get because people will say that Eishasish Yotzeblai get. And since he has to give her a get, if her first husband takes her back, people will say that the first husband is being Machsagrushasai, La'achashanisis. She's marrying her first husband after she was divorced 
and marry somebody else, which is also. Now, that's not applicable over here. Nobody will say that, because nobody could say that Ruvain married Rachel Kedin after Shimon divorced her, and therefore will have to give her a get, and that's why she can't go back to Shimon, because she looked like a Machzor Rushasai. Ruvain cannot marry Rachel. Ruvain is married to Leah, the sister of Rachel, and therefore no one will think that Ruvain married Rachel Kedin. Everybody will realize that it was based on a mistake. Therefore, he won't have to give her a get. Therefore, people won't say, and therefore, she can go back to Shimon. That's the Gemara's Havamin, at least, in Shittas Rebbeisi. The Gemara's Deichadat, that if that were the case, the Mishnah should say, in Rebbeisi, someone who doesn't become Asr for himself won't Asr the other man's wife on the other man. And that's the exact opposite of what Rebbeisi actually says in the Mishnah. The Gemara offers another explanation, actually just the opposite of what the Gemara said before, that just like the wife of his brother-in-law, just like Rachel, is Asr to Shimon, in the same way Leah becomes Asr to Ruvain. That's how Rebbeisi argues on the Tanakama, where the Tanakama is Mater, Leah to Ruvain, Rebbeisi Asr's Leah to Ruvain. What's Pshat in that? So Rashi learns that the Gemara's Havamina is just like the marriage of Ruvain to Rachel is enough of a marriage to ask her on her, her husband, that's why she's asked the Shimon, the same way it's considered enough of a marriage to say that if Leah goes back to Ruvain, he's marrying Achois Ishtai. Now the reason Rashi explains that there's a, a marriage, so to speak, between Ruvain and Rachel, and it's not just the Isser of Znus, that Anesha Sish was Nival, to somebody else, and that forbids her on her husband, because the entire peric that we ask her to her husband, because she married Shalaika Din, that's only if she actually got married to a second husband. There, Chazal, were geyser that she's also to her first husband, because they made her get a get from her second husband, people will think that she married Kadin, and if she leaves her second husband without a get, People will say, get. And if the first husband takes her back, people will say that he's Machsa Grushasa Mishanisais. As Rashi explained on Daf Pechesamud Beis. However, in the case of Znus, where she didn't marry her second husband, there's no halacha that she's usher to go back to her first husband, because it's not Shaykh Ligzaira of Shema Yemru. People may say that she left her husband without a get. By Znus, nobody's going to think she actually married. That's why Rashi says over here that the Gemara's Havamin is. Just like Aisha's Gisai is Asr, just like Rachel's Asr to return to Shimon, because she was considered married to Ruvain, the same way that marriage that Ruvain had to Rachel will be considered a marriage to Asr Leia to return to Ruvain as a Chais Grushasai. Without saying that it had a din of a marriage with Rabbanon, there would be no way to Asr Rachel to return to Shimon. Again, Rashi's Mahalach and the Gemara's Havamina is that Rabbi Yossi says, since Ruvain's marriage to Rachel is considered a marriage with the Rabbanon to Asr, Rachel to Shimon. Likewise, that marriage will be considered a marriage to Asr, Leah to Ruvain, as being an Achais Grushasai. The Ritva explains a bit differently. The Ritva explains that the Gemara's Havamin and Rabbi is that we cancel Ruvain to give Rachel a get, and therefore she becomes a Grusha to Ruvain, and if Shimon were to remarry her now, it would be considered as if Shimon was Machzer Grushasai. Now why do we make Ruvain give a get to Rachel? 
I, there's no way that their marriage was really a marriage. Ruvain was married to Leah, and it turns out that Leah was alive, so the marriage could never have been Chal. So the Ritva explains that we cancel Rachel, the wife of Shimon, Atu, any other Eshazis that married Shalaikadin, and therefore she needs a get, even though really technically there's no reason to have her get a get. People will not say Girish Zeh, Venasa Zeh, Venimsa Eshazis, Yoitzeb Nobody will say that Ruvain was actually married to Rachel, and she left his house without a get. Everybody will know that she's an Achaisisha on the Kedushim of Nebrachal. Still a geyser, Atu, and the other Eshethish of the marriage like Yedin. Also, the Ritva explains, we can be geyser, Atu, the case where Shimon came back before Leah. In that case, people will assume that Leah died. Reuben married Rachel Kedin. Therefore, he had to give her a get to be mad to her, to go back to Shimon, and people will say that Shimon is Master Grushasai after she got married. Therefore, once the Gemara understands that Ruvain has to give Rachel a get, so it's understandable that Leah will be ushered to Ruvain as an Achais Grushasi. That's the Gemara's Havamina to explain Rabbi Yaisi. The Gemara goes on to be Daicha that understanding of Rabbi Yaisi because what's Pshat in the Mishnah, that one who doesn't passel others doesn't passel for himself. That part of the Mishnah has no explanation according to the way the Gemara tried to explain the Mishnah. At this point, so the Gemara brings two mahalchim to explain Shitas Rabbi Yaisi and the Mishnah. The Shitas Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Ami holds that the Machlekes, the Tanakam and Rabbi Yaisi is Talui on what kind of edus Rachel relied on to believe that her husband Shimon died. According to Rabbi Ami, according to Rashi, the Machlekes goes like this: According to the Tanakam, his wife and his brother-in-law Leah and Shimon were believed to be dead, Alpian Eid Echod, then Leah is mutter to go back to Ruvain, and Rachel is also to return to Shimon, because an Eishas Ish that married based on the Namanus of an Eid Echod, and the Eid Echod was wrong, she's also to her husband. In a case where two Eidim were made that Shimon died, then Rachel is mutter to return to Shimon, because the Tanakhama holds like Reb Shimon that based on two Eidim, a woman who married Shalaikadin is mutter to return to her husband. According to Rabbi Yaisi, in a case where Leah and Shimon were believed to be dead based on an Eid Echod, Rabbi Yaisi holds both Rachel to Shimon and Leah to Ruvain are Osir. And the reason Leah is Osir to Ruvain is because of the Svar that we said before. If the marriage is considered a marriage to Asir, Rachel to Shimon, we're going to ask her Leah to Ruvain the same way. But in the case where there are two Aiden that were made that Shimon died, since Rachel is allowed to return to Shimon, because the mission is going Bishitas Reb Shimon that holds if two Aiden are made and the woman married Shlekadin based on the two Aiden, she's allowed to return to her husband. Since Rachel is allowed to return to Shimon, so therefore Leah is mutter to Ruvain as well. That's Rashi's Mahalach in the Sugya. Now, it would seem that Rashi holds that the mission is going according to Reb Shimon. That holds when there are two Eidim, an Eishah sister that married Shalaikadin, is much to go back to her husband. The Ritva writes that it may be that normally the Tanakam and Reb Yaisi hold like the Chachamim, that even if she married based on two Eidim, an Eishah Ishes were also to return to her husband, we don't say the Svara of my Havalola Mevad. We don't say she's considered an Aynas Gomer, and therefore she's also to return to her husband. However, in such a case where a brother-in-law and a wife 
It's a something that's very rare, that they should be made on a brother-in-law and a wife, that they both went to Lamdina Sayam and they both died. Over there, the Chachamim were not geyser, a special extra takana to be machmer on her and to ask her even if two Edim were made. Normally, when two Edim are made, it's considered an Aynas Gomer. And the Svar of my Hevel is in fact a correct Svar. Reb Shimon's Svar is really the Pashat HaMahalach. However, the Chachamim hold that since we were machmer on Eishas Ish, because we want her to be extra careful, we're going to cancel her and not be Saimach on Reb Shimon's Svar, and therefore we're going to say that she has to leave her husband, even if she had a right to rely on two Edim. However, that's only in a regular case. In a case where it's a milsad l'shchicha, it's a very rare situation where there's aidas that both the man's wife and the man's brother-in-law died. In such a case, the chachamim were ikmua adina. They relied on the regular pashat desvar that Reb Shimon says that may have a little mevad, and therefore we're not going to ask her Rachel to her husband Shimon. Even if we normally hold like the chachamim, over here we're going to be saimach on shitas Reb Shimon. The Rashi learns the Machlaikis according to Rabbi Ami slightly differently than the way Rashi explains. The Rashi learns that the Tanakhama holds that in a case where Leah and Shimon went from Dinasayam and Rachel married Ruvain based on the testimony that Leah and Shimon died, whether it's based on an Eidechod, whether it's based on two Edim, in both cases, Eishas Gisa Yasura, Rachel's Asr to return to Shimon, and Leah is Mutter to return to Reuven. That's not like Reb Shimon, the Tanakhama holds like a Chachamim, that even where there's a case of two Aiden that were made, it does not allow the Eishas Ish that marriage like Adin to return to her husband. According to Reb Yaisi, in a case where Rachel married Reuven based on a Echod, both Rachel is Asr to return to Shimon, and Leah is Asr to return to Reuven. If it was based on two Aiden, both Rachel is mutter to return to Shimon, and Leah is mutter to return to Reuven. Now we said that Tanakhama, according to Rashba, holds that in both cases, whether it's Neid Echod or whether the two Edim, Leah is mutter to return to Reuven, and Shimon may not take Rachel back. And the question is, why is Rachel Asr to Shimon? Why would there be a chash of Shema Yomru that Reuven married her Kadin, and if she goes out without a get, she's going to be considered an Aishas Ish that left her husband without a get, and therefore she'll need a get, and if Shimon takes her back, she'll be considered a Machsa Grushasai. That can't be the reason, because if that was the reason, nobody will think so. Everybody realizes that Leah is still alive, and the Kedushin that Ruvain made with Rachel was clearly a mistake. Obviously, there were Edim that were mata them, that tricked them, and that's why he married her, and therefore he won't have to give her a get. Why would the Chachamim say that Rachel should be usher to Shimon? L'chayr, there's no reason to say that Reuben has to give her a get. So the Rashba brings Yashma Farshim that she still needs the get from Reuben. Why? Because people will make a mistake and confuse her with a regular Eishasish that marriage like it in. Since people are capable of making such a mistaken comparison, the Chachamim said that she has to get a get from Ruvain, even though there's no real reason to be Mechaev Ruvain to give her a get, because people won't make a mistake. In this case, they'll just make a false comparison, and in other cases, they won't be Mechaev, an Eishas Ish, the marriage like a din, to get a get from her husband. That's why the Rogoys are here too. Another reason to say that Ruvain would have to give her a get is because maybe 
what's going to happen is Shimon is going to come back before Leah, and people will think that Leah died and Reuven married her Kedin, and therefore, in order for Rachel to leave Reuven's house, he has to write her a get. Therefore, the Chachamim made a taikona that Reuven has to give Rachel a get in any case, and therefore, Rachel is forbidden to return to Shimon. Now, the Rashba asks on this Mahalach and the Tanakhama, if you're going to say that Reuven actually has to give a get to Rachel, if that's the case, then Leah should be forbidden to return to Reuven. The Tanakhama says that in any case, Ishtoi Muteres, Leah is allowed to return to Reuven, Ve'eshes Gisa Yasura, and Rachel is also to return to Shimon. If you're telling me the reason that Rachel is forbidden to return to Shimon because Reuven has to write her a get, then Leah can't go back to Reuven either because she'll look like a Achois Grushasa. She'll look like the sister of someone he divorced. Therefore, the Rashba explains that the reason Eishas Gisai is Osir, the reason Rachel is forbidden to return to Shimon, is not because Reuben had to write her a get. Reuben didn't have to write her a get. We're not going to cancel Reuben to write a get to Rachel, because if he does that, he's going to be Osir to have Leah return to him. And we're not going to cancel unnecessarily in such a case to Asr his wife on him. This is also a case that's Loishchiach. There's no reason for Chazal to see fit to have Ruvain write a get unnecessarily to Rachel in order to Asr lay on him. However, Rachel is forbidden to return to Shimon even without having a get from Ruvain. It's simply because Chazal canceled her. She married Shleikadin. The get is only a tesefis, an extra reason to Asr the first husband to take his wife back because she got a get from the second husband. But even without that, there is enough of a reason to cancel her because she married Shleikadin. Therefore, according to the Tanakhama, Ruvain does not write a get to Rachel. Rachel is still ushered to Shimon because she married Shleikadin. Yet, Leah is mutter to Ruvain because Chazal did not see it fit to force Ruvain to write a get to Rachel, which would in effect cause Leah to be ushered to return to him. However, Rabbi Yossi holds that in a case where she married Alpiyad Echod, Rachel is going to be ushered to Shimon because she married Shleikadin, and therefore Ruvain is going to have to write a get to Rachel because people will make a mistake and confuse Eishas Gisoi, Rachel, the wife of Shimon, with any other Eishas Ish that married Shleikadin. If they say that Ruvain doesn't have to write a get to Rachel, in a case where an Eishas Ish married Shleikadin, they also will say that she doesn't have to get a get from her second husband. Therefore, Chazal said, according to Rabbi Yaisi, that she has to get a get from Ruvain, thus making Leah appear as Achais Grushasai, therefore Leah will be also on Ruvain as well. Another reason that Rabbi Yaisi holds he has to write a get to Rachel because sometimes Shimon will come back before Leah does, and people will think that Leah died and Ruvain married Rachel Kedin. Therefore, if Rachel leaves Ruvain's house without getting a get, there's a chashash of Shem Yemru, get. People will say that an Eishasish can leave her husband's house without a get. Therefore, the Chachamim or Masakin, according to Rabbi Yaisi, that Ruvain has to write a get to Rachel in any case. Therefore, Leah will appear as a chais Krushasai. That's where Rabbi Yaisi is machmer and says that both Rachel is Asr to Shimon and Leah is Asr to Ruvain. However, in a case where two Adam were made that Shimon died, Rabbi Yaisi holds like Rib Shimon that an Eishasish that married based on two Adam is 
mutter to return to her husband. So since Rachel is mutter to return to Shimon, Reuven doesn't have to write a get to Rachel, and therefore Leah won't appear as a chais grushasai, and Leah may return to Reuven as well. And as we mentioned before, it could be that Rabbi Yossi normally does hold like the Chachamim, that even if two Edom were made, we don't say the Svara of my Havalola Mevad, and she's ushered to return to her husband. However, since this is a Milsad Leshchicha, this is a very uncommon case where Edom were made, that both the brother-in-law and the wife were Nifter, we're not going to be geyser in such a case to say that the Chachamim were Machmer and canceled even against the Svara of my Havalola Mevad, rather will go in such a case based on the Svar Abshuta of Reb Shimon, that we do say, May have a and therefore, Reb Yaisi holds that Rachel is mutter to Shimon, and therefore, Leah will be mutter to Ruvain because there's no get. That's how the Ritzvah learns, that it could be Reb Yaisi normally holds like the Chachamim, and not like Reb Shimon. The Rashba himself proves, based on a Cheshman, that Reb Yaisi holds like Reb Shimon Bedavka. The fourth Mahalach, to explain the Machlekes Reb Yaisi and the Tanakhama, is Shitas Yitzchak Nafcha. Yitzchak Nafcha explains that the Tanakhama holds whether his wife went with Shimon, his brother-in-law, to Medina Sayam, and he married Rachel based on the Aedas of an Eid Echod. Whether it's a case where he was just Mikadish Leah, but he wasn't actually married to her through Nisuin. In both cases, his wife or his Arusa, Leah, is mutter to him. And Rachel, the wife of Shimon, is also to return to Shimon. Just like any Eishasish that married based on the Namanus of an Eid that turned out to be natural. Now, Rachel does not need a get from Reuven, because if she did, Leah would be forbidden to return to Reuven. Therefore, just Rachel is also to Shimon and Leah is mutter to Reuven. According to Rabbi Yaisi, there's a difference. If he was married to Leah through Nisuin, both Rachel is mutter to return to Shimon and Leah is mutter to return to Ruvain. Why? Because Rabbi Yaisi holds the Iker reason that Anashis Ish is also to return to her first husband if she married Shlaika Din based on false Eidus is because the second husband has to give her a get. Because if he doesn't give her a get and she leaves the second husband's house, people will say, Shema Yoimru Eishis Ish get. People will say that a married woman can leave her husband's house without a get. People will believe that the first husband actually divorced his wife and the second husband married her Kedin, and if she leaves his house without a get, people will believe that an Eishas Ish can marry without a get. And since the second husband has to give a get to that woman, she can't return to her first husband because it looks like he's a Matzah Grushasa after she married. Now that's only possible to say if she's a regular Eishas Ish that marries a Zar, a regular person. But in a case where a man marries a chais ishtay, like our case, where Ruvain marries Rachel, nobody will say that Shimon divorced her and therefore Ruvain was able to marry her Kedin because she's still the sister of Leah, his wife. Therefore, people will realize that obviously that that Ruvain married Rachel was based on a mistaken Eidos. Therefore, since Rachel is mutter to return to Shimon and she doesn't need to get from Ruvain, therefore Leah is mutter to return to Ruvain as well. However, if Ruvain was just married to Leah through Kedushan, he never did a Nisuin. In such a case, both Leah will be ushered to return to Ruvain and Rachel will be ushered to return to Shimon. Why? Because since it was only Kedushan, people will believe that Ruvain's Kedushan to Rachel were really a valid Kedushan because although Ruvain was married to Leah, which would render 
Rachel Osser to Ruvain. For being a Chay still, since there was only Kedushin, people will say that there was a Tnai in the Kedushin that Ruvain had with Leo. Leo did not uphold the Tnai, and therefore the Kedushin were never Chal. Therefore, Ruvain may marry Rachel Kedin if Shimon gave her a get. In such a case, Ruvain therefore will have to give Rachel a get, so people shouldn't say, and therefore she's also to Shimon because he'll look like a and therefore Leo will be also to Ruvain because she'll appear to be Now we explained to Rabbi Yaisi that in a case where Ruvain actually didn't assume with Leo, where there's no chance that people will say that the marriage to Leo was based on a Tnai, and therefore Ruvain married Rachel Kedin, therefore Rachel doesn't need a get from Ruvain, and therefore Leo may return to Ruvain because she won't appear as a Chais Kurushasai. We explained Shitas Rabbi according to one Mahalach and the Rashainim, the way the Ritfa learns Rashi, that just as Leo is muttered to Ruvain, in this case, because Ruvain does not have to write a get to Rachel, because there's no Hava Amina to anybody that the Kedushin was actually valid, as people clearly see there was a mistake, because otherwise there's no way Ruvain could marry Rachel Kedin, as she's a Chais Ishtoy of Leah. Rashi learns, therefore, not only is Leah Mutter to return to Ruvain, Rachel is Mutter to return to Shimon, because there's no get, and Rabbi Yaisi learns the Ikur reason that a woman who married Shalai Kedin, may not return to her first husband, is because she has to get a get from a second husband, and therefore he looks like a Machzor Grushasai. However, the Ritva himself learns that even Mshidah Shabiyasi, the Ikka reason that a woman who married Shalai Kedin is also to return to her first husband is not because she has to get a get from the second husband, rather that's a Tisefes. That's an addition to why she may not return to her first husband. But the Ikka reason that a woman may not return to her first husband is because of a knas, because she married Shalai Kedin. She wasn't Medayik and she married, although she was an Ashish. Therefore, according to Rabbi Yaisi in the Mishnah, in the case where Leah was an Asua to Ruvain, although Leah is mutter to return to Ruvain, because there's no din that Ruvain has to write a get to Rachel, which would make Leah appear as a Achais Kurushasai, still Rachel is forbidden to return to Shimon because of the Knas, the Chalm counts on the woman who married Shlaikidin. And as we said, that's unlike Shitas Rashi, the learns in Rabbi Yaisi, that in a case where Leah was Nesua to Ruvain, not only is Leah Mutter to return to Ruvain because there's no Chashash of looking like an Achais Grushasai because there's no Get, Rochel too is Mutter to return to Shimon because if there's no Get, Chazal did not ask her to return to her first husband. You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a DAF or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.